Well, this wraps up our devotional series on the book of 1 Corinthians. The book of 1 Corinthians is extraordinary. It deals with a lot of church matters and social matters, actually. Well, let's focus on chapter 16 quickly. Here's a snapshot of what happens. Paul is instructing the church in Corinth about how to prepare a special contribution for not only him, but a bunch of needy Christians in uh, Jerusalem. And he describes his plan for, for him to visit them after wrapping up some of his things uh, in Ephesus. Almost like a long WhatsApp, uh, this end chapter saying, okay, um, just about the money thing and about the gift, this is how you must do it. And then also, I'm planning to visit you when I'm done here. Is that okay? It's almost like he's talking about his itinerary and a bit of the money. He's wrapping things up here and he reveals that Timothy is coming to them, visiting them a lot sooner than they thought. And their friend Apollos is unfortunately not. But finally, he commends a group of people uh, from Corinth that, uh, that came to see him personally and brought him a gift. And he commends them and says that these people ought to be praised. They ought to be, um, they ought to be publicly recognized. So he's actually doing a lot of instructive things. This is how you do this. I'm going to come visit you. And actually, please recognize these people. They've done well. And then his final words uh, in this letter are also, it's a declaration of love for them. We're going to focus in on 1 Corinthians 16, verses 13 and 14. And it gives us uh, three things to be and two things to do. So Paul wants us to hear three things to be and two things to do as the church and as believers. Here's what it says. Be on your God, stand firm in the faith, be courageous, be strong, do everything in love. Three things to be, two things to do. Here are the three things to be. On your God, courageous, strong. Here are the two things to do. Stand firm in the faith, do everything in love. Let's quickly have a snap at each of them. Be on your God. A Christian is always, unfortunately, in some kind of danger of being ensnared. The devil has many plans for us. Uh, so there's always the trouble of a potential snare. We ought to be awake, aware, weary. We ought to be on our guard, is what he's saying. So be on your watch, is what he's saying. So, so you're, you're in danger. You might be in danger. Be careful how you live, is what he says in uh, other places. You're not as the unwise, but as the wise. So he's saying, be on your guard. Be on your guard for snares. So that's the first thing to be. The second thing to be is to be courageous. Christian courage is not about being able to face adversity only, but it's way more than that. It's about being able to have great joy and great peace even in adversity. That is what he is encouraging them to do. Why else would you give somebody the instruction, be courageous? He is saying that things are coming for which you must be courageous. He is preparing them. And Christian courage is not about being, you know, sort of a brave man and a, a brave woman uh, who's able to climb a mountain and jump off a cliff. But it's way more than that. It's being able to have joy even in the face of adversity. So that's the second thing to be. The third thing to be is strong. Uh, so maybe he's not talking about Jim, but strong, or it's strange that he says be strong in this book, because in his second letter to the same church, to Corinth, he tells him, when I'm weak, God is strong. Therefore, I boast in my weakness. But be strong is sort of in this context, a bit of a pep talk. 
uh, he's giving them. Like when I tell my daughter, you're a tough girl when she gets hurt or when she falls. I say, no, but what are you? I'm a tough girl, daddy. So it's okay, even if you cry, I'm a tough girl. Um, this is a bit of a motivational saying he's using on them to get their minds ready for scenarios which will require strength. So remember he's saying, be on your guard. So almost like stand ready, be courageous. So always have a joy in the face of adversity and be, be strong uh, because you will require, scenarios will require you to be strong. It's, he's pep talking them. So those are the three things to be on your guard, courageous and strong. Here are the two things to do. The first one is stand firm in the faith. We should be fixed firmly in our faith in the gospel, not in ourselves, not in other things, not in people. He's particularly talking about standing firm in the faith, in faith of the gospel, and to never desert it or never to give up. By the firmness of our faith alone will we be able to ground, to be grounded in times of trial and temptation. He's saying, keep your doctrine strong. I know this is a Intense word for devotion, but keep your doctrine, doctrine strong. That what it means is um, have a good grip or handle on the power of the gospel of Jesus Christ. That's what that's what good doctrine means. Have a good grip on the power or a good handle on the power of the gospel of Jesus Christ. That's what we have to be. Uh, sorry, that's what we have to do. Have your hand firmly gripped on your doctrine, your faith in Christ. And the last thing to do is to do everything in love. What an awesome thing. Uh, us as believers should be careful that grace um, not only reigns in our hearts, but shines in our lives. Have you done that before? We see, you, grace almost only lives here, but it should shine forth. It's not only important what you do, he's saying. So he's saying, do everything in love. So it's not only important what you do, the thing you do, but it's important that what you do comes from the right place for some reason. It's not about doing right things, but about rightly doing things. And actually, I wanted to continue that conversation on Sunday. I have the great honor and privilege of preaching on Sunday morning here in Port Elizabeth in GQ or North End. And I wanted to talk about that one a little bit. But what Paul's saying here is do everything in love. It's not only important what you do, it's very important how you do it. And um, it's not about doing right things, but about rightly doing good things. So that is our summary of 1 Corinthians 16, 13 and 14. Three things to be, two things to do. Could you join me in prayer as we embark on putting these things into our toolkit for our journey? Let's pray together. Heavenly Father, we are grateful for letters like this, and we're grateful we could spend time in the book of 1 Corinthians. Father, I pray that you would, by your Holy Spirit, teach us to be strong, to be courageous, to act in love, and um, to have these things in our toolkit, to be strong, to stand firm in the faith. Father, would you hold tight our grip in you and um, teach us to persevere? The end of this letter is teaching believers to persevere, Lord. So would you teach us to persevere in our faith and to act in love and let our, let, let our love not be only hidden in our own hearts, but let it shine forth to our families, in our workplace, and in our world. In Jesus' wonderful name we pray. Amen.